Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, it's Johanna here, and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 28th of November, and the 15th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our parasha, that means the portion from the Torah that we're reading from, is called Vaishlach, which means he sent. And today we'll be starting in Genesis 32, verse 30, through 33 and verse 5. The Hebrew chapter and verse count, however, will be starting in verse 31. Before we get into it, let's start by blessing God and thanking Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. So Yaakov named the place Peniel, for I've seen God face to face, and my life, my life has been spared. Now the sun rose upon him just as he crossed by Peniel, limping because of his hip. That is why the children of Israel do not eat the tendon of the hip socket to this very day because he struck the socket of Yaakov's thigh on the tendon of the hip. Then Yaakov glanced up and saw, Behold, there was Esav coming, and four hundred men with him. So he divided the children among Leah and Rachel and the two female servants. He put the female servants and their children first, then Leah and her children behind them, then Rachel and Yosef behind them. But he himself passed on ahead of them and bowed to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. But Esav ran to meet him, hugged him, fell on his neck and kissed him, and they wept. His eyes glanced up and he saw the women and the children and said, Who are these with you? The children whom God has graciously given your servant, he said. That was Genesis 32, 31 through 33, 5. Our portion today from the prophets is 1 Samuel chapters 4 and 5. 
So it was that the word of Shmuel went forth to all Israel. Now Israel went out against the Philistines in battle. They camped at Ebenezer, while the Philistines camped in Aphek. The Philistines drew up in battle array to meet Israel. And when the battle was fought, Israel was defeated before the Philistines, who killed 4,000 men on the battlefield. When the people came back to the camp, the elders of Israel asked, Why did the Lord bring defeat on us today before the Philistines? Let's fetch the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from Shiloh, that he may come among us and deliver us from the hand of our enemies. So the people sent to Shiloh, and from there they carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of Hosts, who sits above the Kuvim. Eli's two sons, Hophni and Pinchas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. Now when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord entered the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout, so that the ground resounded. When the Plishtim heard the noise of the shout, they wondered, What is this noise of a great shout in the camp of the Hebrews? When they realized that the Ark of the Lord had come into the camp, the Philistines were afraid, for they said, God has come into the camp. So they said, Woe to us, for nothing like this has ever happened before. Woe to us, who will deliver us from the hand of this mighty God? This is the God that struck down the Egyptians with all kinds of plagues in the wilderness. Be strong, and conduct yourselves like men, O Philistines, or else you will become enslaved to the Hebrews as they have been to you. Be like men and fight. So the Philistines did fight, and Israel was defeated. They fled every man to his tent. The slaughter was very great, as thirty thousand of Israel's foot soldiers fell. Moreover, the Ark of God was captured, and Eli's two sons, Hophni and Pinchas, died. Now that same day, a man of Binyamin ran from the battlefield and came to Shiloh with his clothes torn and dust on his head. When he arrived, behold, Eli was sitting on his seat by the wayside watching, for his heart was trembling for the Ark of God. When the men arrived to announce it in the town, the entire town cried out, and when Eli heard the noise of the outcry, he asked, What's this noisy commotion? So the man rushed and came and told Eli. Now Eli was ninety-eight years old, and his eyes were fixed in a blind stare. Then the man said to Eli, I am one coming from the battlefield. I escaped from the battlefield today. What is happening, my son? he asked. And the messenger answered and said, Israel fled before the Philistines, and there has also been a great slaughter among the people. Also, your two sons died, Hophni and Pinchas, and the Ark of God was captured. As soon as he mentioned the Ark of God, Eli fell backward from his seat beside the town gate. His neck broke, and he died.
for he was old and heavy. He had judged Israel forty years. Now his daughter-in-law, Pinchas' wife, was with child and about to deliver. When she heard the report that the Ark of God was captured and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she crouched down and gave birth because she was seized with her labor pains. As she was dying, the women attending her said, Don't be afraid, for you have brought forth a son. But she did not respond or take it to heart. Then she came then she named the child Ikavod, saying, The glory has departed from Israel, because of the capture of the Ark of God, and because of her father in law and her husband. So she said, The glory has departed from Israel, for the Ark of God has been taken. Now the Philistines had taken the Ark of God, and they brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. The Philistines took the Ark of God and brought it into the temple of Dagon and placed it beside Dagon. But when the Ashdodite arose early next morning, to everyone's surprise, Dagon had fallen to his face on the ground before the Ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon up and put him back in his place. But when they arose early the following morning, surprisingly, Dagon had fallen to his face on the ground before the ark of the Lord. And the head of Dagon and both palms of his hands were cut off on the threshold. Only Dagon's trunk was left on him. That is why to this day neither the priests of Dagon nor any who enter Dagon's house will tread on Dagon's threshold in Ashdod. Then the hand of the Lord was heavy upon the Ashdodites, ravaging them and afflicting Ashdod and its vicinity with tumors. When the men of Ashdod saw what was happening, they said, The ark of the God of Israel must not stay with us, for his hand has dealt harshly against us, as well as against our God, Dagon. So they sent word and gathered all the lords of the Philistines to them and asked, What will we do with the ark of the God of Israel? They replied, Let the ark of the God of Israel be carried over to Gat. So they carried the ark of the God of Israel over. But it came about that after they had carried it around, that the hand of the Lord was against the city, causing very great panic, as he struck the people of the city, from the youngest to the oldest, so that tumors broke out on them. So they sent the ark of the God to Ekron, but it came about as the ark of God came to Ekron, that the Ekronites cried out, saying, They've brought around the ark of the God of Israel to try to kill us and our people. So they sent word and gathered all the lords of the Philistines and said, Send the ark of the God of Israel away. Let it go back to its own place so it won't kill us and our people. For a panic of death was throughout the entire city as God's hand was very heavy there. The people who did not die were afflicted with tumors, so that the outcry of the city went up to heaven. That was First Samuel chapters 4 and 5.
Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 46. For the music director of the sons of Korach, according to Alamot, a song. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth change, though the mountains topple into the heart of the seas, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at their swelling, Selah. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy dwelling place of Elion. God is in the midst of her. She will not be shaken. God will help her when morning dawns. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms totter. He utters his voice and the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Yaakov is our stronghold. Selah. Come, see the works of the Lord who brings devastations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Yaakov is our strong tower. Selah. That was Psalm 46. And now our portion today from the prophets is Mark 5, verses 1 through 20. They came to the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gerasenes. As soon as Yeshua got out of the boat, a man from the graveyard with an unclean spirit met him. He lived among the tombs, and no one could restrain him any more, even with a chain. For he had often been bound with shackles and chains, but the chains had been ripped apart by him, and the shackles broken. No one was strong enough to tame him. And through it all, night and day, at the graveyard and in the mountains, he kept screaming and gashing himself with stones. When he saw Yeshua from a distance, he ran and bowed down before him, crying out with a loud voice, he said, What's between you and me, Yeshua, Ben El Elyon? I'm warning you, in the name of God, do not torment me. For Yeshua had said to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. Then Yeshua began questioning him, What is your name? And he answered, My name is Legion, for we are many. He kept begging him not to send him out of the country. Now a large herd of pigs was feeding on the hillside nearby. The unclean spirits urged him, saying, Send us to the pigs, so we may enter them. So Yeshua gave them permission. The unclean spirits came out and entered the pigs, and the herd, about two thousand in number, rushed down the cliff and were drowned in the sea. The herdsmen ran away and told the town and countryside, and they came to see what had happened. Now they came to Yeshua and saw the madman who had had the legion. He was sitting there, dressed in clothes and in his right mind, The people were scared. 
Those who had seen it described in detail what had happened to the man, plagued by a demon, and they also told about the pigs. And they began to beg Yeshua to leave their country. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been infested with demons kept begging to remain with him. Yeshua did not let him, but he told him, Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you, how he showed you mercy. So he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Yeshua had done for him, and all were amazed. That was Mark 5, verses 1 through 20, and it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 1 Corinthians 6 today also. This has been Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray that you have a blessed day today. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.